0: Sports listeners, I'm your host, Erica, the queen of Team. Please tune in
1: every single Tuesday. This
0: whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning, Santa Barbara. Good morning, world. Dominique, top location. I told you this morning, so I'm going to let you do the reveal. I believe it's Singapore. That's it. It's uh, Singapore's hopping. I don't know what we're doing in Singapore, but I got to put Singapore on my bucket list now. Has anybody here gone to Singapore? No, my hair stylist has. I (laughs) think we got to bring her on the show. I want to know more about Singapore for sure. So, uh, listen real quick because I always like to give a little love. It's the holidays. A lot of people um, out there maybe wanting to find a nice place to visit. Uh, My top place this last month is. Place that I've actually driven by almost two years now, and my son Joe—he's um, up in town. He's relocating. Used to be the um, director of catering for Phil's Barbecue, so he sees barbecue and he perks up. And he's like, "Ah, oh, check this out, place out." And I says, "No, no, no." So finally, he pulls over and he goes, "Let's check it out." And it's Goodland Barbecue in Galita, all right. And I got to sit down with the smoker. He's back. He's been gone for a while, but now he's back. His name is Jesse. And oh, my God. Has anybody here eaten at Goodland? Anthony, you got a big smile on your face.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, Goodland's great. I mean, and the people that work there are just amazing. They're really good people. Um, They have a lot of heart and they put a lot of heart into their food. Nice. It's actually really, really good. I like it a lot. I I love my barbecue. What was your favorite? Well, see. Remember, I'm like a little kid. I like everything plain. I don't right. like onions. I don't no want like No sauce.
0: No sauce for him. But so not put no what? sauce I mean, <laughs> on the plate.
2: Their tri- their tri tip sandwiches are perfect. They're really really good. Nice. You know what I like, mm. Dominique, What do I like? Ah, uh,
0: the mac and, cheese. Okay. <laughs> mac and cheese. First of all, me. that's what you like. Okay, yep. I like the pork belly, and that ah, recipe really too. is the smoker's mother's <laughs> recipe. OK, he's done a little bit of cleanup there since he's been back. It's 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 all good. I mean, he actually lives in the back of the building. So he wakes up to smoke and he goes to bed with smoke. He's <laughs> just a smoking guy. Okay? Yeah. Wait, wait, now, where is this? It's in Goleta. On it's right next, it's next to the Galita Valley Community
2: Center, Oh, okay. literally right next door.
0: It used to be the old Alfie's for yeah. any of those old Galitians, Like because my office used to be 5730 Hollister Avenue. So I was in that horseshoe building. I was upstairs for many, 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 many years in my early twenties. And uh so yeah, so Alfie's was the place. So for me walking in it was just brought me back a lot of memories. Um it's amazing. Now you know Vin is down the street, that's Galita sushi. So we all know about Vin. Uh Dr. D had a sushi roll named after him for years and years and years. But this is my, my next one. Now there's also a
2: Mexican restaurant that you like. Layerita, the Layerita restaurant. I yeah. love their food. I go there like as much as I can. And uh um, even, even give my puppies their food there too. They already know. They need really? ositos, uh they need ositos uh chicken. So they always say osito el pollo para losito. So they already right. know. And they get what's it all the, ready. What's for the name Elsa. of the
3: restaurant again? La
2: guerrita's literally right across the street from the Galita Valley Community Center. Okay. And right. It's and a, it's, then... a, it's a it's by uh, it's a husband and wife team. They're so so made they're just great people all in all. Mm-hmm. I mean they, they have a really good heart, their food is really good. Um, one time I was kind of stuck. i forgot I had forgotten my you know my wallet, and they were really they were just so sweet. And it's just you know it's just amazing because you don't have people like that anymore. You know that's everybody's just like no
0: food for you. That's what I would yeah, say. No, no food really, for you, Anthony.
2: Their food is so good. I mean, the chimichangas are good. I don't like that much stuff, but I do like their chimichangas. And then my wow, you no, know, so they make it just the way I like it. So it's it's a, it's and it's not expensive. It's mm, not yeah. expensive at all. that same, same thing
0: with same thing with uh, this barbecue. It's like uh, Joe was saying their their prices compared to where he worked in San Diego. They were getting thirty nine dollars a plate. You got an extra rib, but outside of that, everything was clone, and it was a lot less money. What I do is I do the yeah. I hack it a little bit. I take a, I take. A, I'm not a big side person. Dominique likes the mac and cheese. I like you know. I'm not gonna not eat it. I'll you know eat it, but I like the meat so. I'll do the half a pound sides. So I'll do, if I want a, a variety of things. So like, Christine, if we were all going to get there, I'd do like, what's your favorite? Half a pound of pork, half a pound of tri tip, half a pound of ribs and do it that way. So they'll work with you. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really, really, really good. So for all of you out there, this is place. I just finished a, a beautiful parade. It was great. Dominique and I kind of uh, was going to the bank. We almost got stuck in the middle of it. I was just, you know, <laughs> I was making it like we were part of the parade. Okay. How to go through? Sorry. It says, I go, Dominique, it says you can't turn right. Oh, it's okay. I don't see anybody. And then we're coming up on the parade. I'm like, dear God. I know, right? Of course. Put your lights on. Do something. On off lights. Like, you know, we're part. People think we're celebrities. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So. Good stuff. Anybody, check out Old Town Galita. There's a lot of restaurants out there. A lot of restaurants. And then of course, you've got um, Santa Cruz Market. I love yeah. that place. This is just a lot of action. They it, they've, re- they've cleaned it up. You know, it's, uh, I love it. Check it out. Food's good. People are great. You know, prices are really reasonable. So, Let's get to it. Who's up next? Let's go. I know. I'm looking right at her. Christine Marie, right after these messages. I shake it off. I shake it off. Shake, shake it up, it up. We are back, and this is Santa of our teen sports radio show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday,
4: Tuesday at
3: 9 a.m. This is Christine Marie with a view from the deck. But before I start, I'm going to hand it over to Anthony Rodriguez to give us some info on the food bank for the 19th for today, Tuesday, the 19th
2: hey everybody it's anthony i just wanted to let you guys know that you know we appreciate everybody's donations uh throughout the holidays we've been making a lot of people you know smile and that's one of the best things about our community is trying to make somebody smile especially when they don't have much and you know what? it doesn't matter who you are where you come from it does it honestly does not matter if you need some food please come go to our, any of our locations we don't ask that many questions. All we ask is about how many people there is in your home. And yeah, so we know exactly how many, how much food to give you. So just know that there's nothing to worry about. This food is, you know, it's good food, healthy food. That's one of the most important things that we try to do is get our community nice and healthy and make sure that no kid goes hungry or no family goes hungry during the holidays. So if you have anything extra, please come and donate to the food bank uh at our Santa Barbara location at uh down by um the baseball fields and then also in Santa Maria, we have another location. Those are the two locations that you can drop food off at. Um, so please donate because there's a lot of people that that definitely need it this year. Um, this year has been pretty difficult for many, many people, um, including myself. So please, are we looking
0: for anything in particular, Anthony? Like, uh, you know, of course,
2: Thanksgiving will be. You good, know, turkeys, hams. I mean, anything that we normally eat during the holidays, it's always nice to have to be able to give it back. Um, so, you know, if anybody has anything extra, please uh, donate to the food bank because it goes right back into our community. So and we do appreciate everybody's support.
3: And mm-hmm. Anthony, um, where is it? Do you sit down by the baseball fields in Santa yeah, Barbara? Yeah, so where it's that?
2: 4554 Hollister Avenue. Oh, okay. And um, it's right right next door to the Youth Page Center. And okay. then the one in Santa Maria is 490 West Foster Road, uh, right, right in Santa Maria. So those are the so two locations you can drop off food at, and if you don't have time to drop off food, um, you can make a uh, uh, you know a monetary donation. You can drop it off there as well, or you can go online and then donate it through there as well. So there's a way, many ways you can donate and help us um, put a smile on somebody's face.
0: Nice, thank you, Anthony. I know you got to go. I see what's going on in your life. Go to it. We love you, Anthony.
2: <laughs> love you guys. Take care. Have a good holiday, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. Happy holidays. See you, Don.
1: Bye-bye. Thanks.
3: See you, Richard. And back with my view from the deck here, Christine Marie. You know, I said happy holidays, and a lot of times I say happy holy days because what I wanted to talk about today is the solstice, which is the shortest day of the year, which is December 21st, coming up in a couple days. It's the longest night, shortest day on the Western Hemisphere, over on the, or is it the Northern Hemisphere? Over on the other other side of the world, it's the opposite, and it's the shortest um, night and the longest day. It's like our summer solstice. This is the winter solstice on I mean, each side of the world. It changes, and um, it's just. I think there are so many. I say holy days, holidays, because almost every culture has a celebration of um uh, or that's based in where the sun has been and where the sun goes. And this is the time when the days are the shortest, the nights are the longest. It's colder, at least on this hemisphere, and so we go inside and we connect in and we we. And you know it's it's like this uh, here in southern california we don't necessarily do that a lot because it doesn't really get cold we have more subtle seasons you know but um but it really does get a little colder, and, and 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 the holidays, the holy days that we celebrate around this time, um, Christmas and um, Hanukkah and uh, what are the other? Uh, there, there are many. I think there's a is there Ramadan and is there um, uh, what is that the, the anyway? So there's, there's a lot of different holidays that are, and and the solstice and the, and there's Yule that they that that's another holiday, and and they really talk about the cycles of the world, the cycles of the planets, the cycle of the sun, and I just. Um, I just wanted to connect in and just you know say pay attention to, to going inside this 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 um, solstice and to honoring the sun that, that is going to come back. So at, at this point in time, I, as always, I always find you know the days keep getting shorter and shorter and shorter, and then right there from the 21st on, the days start to get a little bit longer and a little bit longer, and there's a little more sunlight. So it feels like as we're going in, it's like oh it's getting darker and darker and darker, and then right then is when it changes, and it's such a lovely time. And it might be getting, it might get colder at that point, right? Then we start to move into a deeper winter. Um, But also the solstice also sometimes indicates the first day of winter. So that's a December 21st is our is our winter solstice. And um, it's one where we, we honor the light inside, inside our own hearts. We take it right in. And um, when I was a Waldorf kindergarten teacher, we would do a beautiful ceremony where we would do walk a spiral with candles and put the candles on, along the spiral and really just honor the light that, um, that during the summer, it's out and bright and warm and everything is outside. And then during the winter, we take it inside and we hold it and we connect in with ourselves and our families. And it's that's why they're called the holy days.
0: Nice. That's beautiful. But you don't, you know, unless something, somebody brings something to your attention, it's just not something that you'd be holding on to. If I had not had this um, opportunity to hear this, I think I would have just let the 21st just come and go and I would have missed out. So thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, ma'am. Yeah, my pleasure. That. That's nice.
3: It Dawn. changed It it changed my perspective to really look at those holidays, those holy days, and to really take the time to mark the day and honor the sun and the light, the sun and the, I mean, the light and the dark, right? I mean, it's then the cold and the warmth really did the balancing of things.
1: Yeah. Oh, Don. I love it. I love it. Relating it to seasons and earth. Rhythms and nature rather than, than, you know, a lot of us, it's a lot of it is about the blow ups in front of the houses and the uh, gift giving and all that. I like that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You. you know, it's such a treat when my son came down to visit, um, ended up babysitting um, his wonderful little puppy named Archie. OK, <laughs> and he's such a wonderful little puppy. I actually wrote a children's book about him. OK, so because I, I had to go so, to a different place. Because when it's Archie, I don't know how many people have remember those days of puppyhood, especially when this dog every time I see him, he gets bigger and big, I think he's over 100 pounds now. And the best one, when I was sitting there eating my oatmeal, and then I hear this thunk, 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 Archie's on top of the pool table grabbing the pool balls. Okay?
3: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, and he just drops them. Like, he throws them up in the air and just drops them. puppy what are you doing? You know? And then... The one little gap we have in the fence, he just launches through it like he saw a duck. You know, I can't get behind the fence and get him. You know, he right? just like so. I was like pins and needles all day. I, I it aged me. Okay, it just aged me. But at the end of the day, it was a tie to my son, and it's just really nice. We I mean, we did the barbecue together, and it's like you know, Wama, well, what do you want? You know, I don't. I really want time. Right? Isn't that? It's that time is precious. It's you can't even measure it. And you get to a point where, especially if you were a single mom, whether you're a single mom or not, it really doesn't take a play. But a single mom, it was so much time that I had to spend getting to and from and then 28 years of coaching, 14 years of the radio show. It's just that I, I lost out on a lot of those like yeah. having lunch with my son at a barbecue that we just it loved the smell and the taste and every every bite was memorable. So, yeah, you really take a You appreciate. So these holidays right now for kids and grandkids and our teen athletes and everything like that just take a stop and breathe and thank you Christine that was beautiful i yeah, really the,
3: Thank you for those of us that have a lot of weather it's enforced mm-hmm. when it's cold and snowing and raining right. outside you are inside and then and then you do mm-hmm. have the opportunity to enjoy your family more and you don't realize it until right. you come to a place where you're here like in southern california where we could keep going outside all the time yep well, it's funny, I, we
0: noticed just how the houses are structured, like we had more of an open floor plan where the kitchen and the dining room table like was back to back, right in the same rooms almost. So mm-hmm. you had to learn how to get along in those four or five months out of the year, because that's where everything was here in California. It's the outdoor barbecue. Everything is like spread out.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But we did. I mean, we had dinner at six and you had better be there because mm-hmm. that wouldn't be a good thing here. Everything is open. Like you said, it's it's because of the weather and, you know, you get a lot more chance to expand and that's good, too. But then you just have to be mm-hmm. taught the basics earlier,
3: I think. Um, and you have to, to- t- almost keep track yourself. You know, yeah. um, that this is going to be the most in, in internal time of the year. And and how do we honor that? Um, mm-hmm. Even if our culture doesn't necessarily or the world around us, how do we honor it within ourselves?
0: Yeah, it's almost like I, I wish for boredom.
3: <laughs> yeah, boredom, the best
0: bridge, thing. Yeah, I just wish for it. Like, I would love to look around and make, oh, I have nothing. That would feel so I'm 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 searching for that. Because that breaks out your imagination.
3: Yeah. What else you b- gonna do, right? Boredom breeds creativity, you know. Yeah. So as actually, it's better to have kids not on their, not on, not on um, screens or not and any of that. What am I gonna do? I'm bored. Ooh, good yeah. for you. Hang out with that for right. a little while. Yeah. See what that cultivates. <laughs> Change the world. Yeah. <laughs> Change the world.
0: So anyway, Christine, that was awesome. Up next, we've got a live hack it with Dominique Hackett. So everybody stand up, shake it out, right after these messages.
1: All you cowboys get you ride right on. Now ride right on. All you cowboys get your ride
3: right on. Come on in, work it for me,
4: and let you
0: We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hello, this is Dominique Hackett with a Life Hackett moment
5: from Santa Barbara Wellness Center. I love pulling together notes of things I do. Thing that teens may not know about so we as adults in the lives of the family of our teen community we get to check in and see if our teens around us know these wonderful life hacks so my first life hack is adults we need to check and see if the teens around us if they're old enough have they learned to drive now i know is an interesting question because some of my kids, I have five children, some of them delayed learning to drive and didn't actually take on uh, till they were in their 20s, take on the skill set of driving. So I'm not saying that you have to push it early, but you do want to check in because our teens knowing how to drive may save them in a particular situation. So if a teen is ready, I think uh, 15 and a half, 16 is usually when kids start learning how to drive. If they are ready, it's really wonderful if the adults in the family encourage them to take on this life skill and teach them how to drive defensively. So I just want to check in with our co-host. Does anyone have any great stories about when they learned how to drive or teaching someone else how to drive?
3: Well, my Christine. story, this is Christine Marie Have you from the deck. Um, I actually got my uh, driver's license a little bit late at 17 because I didn't pass the test the first... Two times it took me three times. Magic always happens in threes, and so by the time I was seventeen, I got my driver's license. Um, but I did want to say too that I'm working in an office now, and I and I was supervising some staff for a while, and two of them hadn't gotten their driver's license, and one of them was 28, and the other one was 22, and so they were that it was one of the stipulations I had for them to you know to move forward in our office was to to get their driver's licenses because we needed that. So I find that a lot of the kids today are waiting a little bit.
0: Yeah. I I would recommend if they do get their license to learn to drive a stick Mm -hmm. too. I mean, might as well go old school, right? I did that for sure.
1: Yeah. This is Don Sanders. I can remember back to when we actually had driver training in school, as well as driver, you know, we went driver ed and then we went out driving from school and my my uh, instructor was also my photography instructor, and he gave us a great tip: when you face bright, when you face oncoming bright lights, look down, like to the right hand shoulder, look down and to your right, to not take the full glare in your eyes. It was a great tip, and every time I do it, I think of him.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's beautiful! Aww. You know what I thought? That really is so ap- beautiful. What I find really interesting Don, is my photography teacher in high school was also my my driver's te- my driver's ed teacher. So oh, that's really so fascinating. Yeah.
1: We are, we are also connected here. Yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> that's awesome. So you, you can gotta, even you put gotta, it you on gotta. your to-do list for 2024. Find a teen and be there for them to help them learn to drive. That doesn't mean that you have to take on all the teaching, but it's really nice to give some tips that you personally have learned. Um, that it's just really important that we all learn how to drive and how to drive defensively. So, I
0: mean, moving it, on, in, go ahead. In the next five in the next five years, though, seriously, it's the reason why it's so important. It's because it's going to be taken away, right? Mm. Because we're going be to have an app, right? Well, it's not anticipating. If you live in California in a city, OK, that's what's going to happen. You're just going to app it up and something's going to appear at your front door and you've got to get in it and it's going to be taken care of. So it is nice. To, it would be like learning how to cook right? instead yeah. of eating out of a bag. It's always nice to understand how to do things like that.
3: Um, exactly you know, it it's interesting because in the um you you also said, you know learn how to drive a stick. I did drive a stick, and I s- drove a stick. I always felt like I had more control, and I was the one who was actually driving and changing the gears. And it was important to me until actually um I had spent about a year in Africa, and I ended up hurting myself and I was having some arm issues. and then I finally switched to um. To a, a an, a, an automatic. automatic. And um that was but and it was a sad day for me because I loved being in control of it. I really did. I like the clutch. <laughs> I like the I like the gear good shift. Point. Being in charge.
0: Stick.
3: That's it. Being in charge. That's a good
0: thing.
1: I love okay. driving stick. I learned to drive stick on a World War II era Willie's Jeep in a shopping center parking lot. A friend <laughs> of mine, a friend of mine had this Jeep from his dad.
5: Wow, that's awesome. Well, all of this slides right into my second life hack for today. And that is adults, we need to talk to our teens about using the ride share. So there are all sorts of different ride share apps on your phone. But it's really good to actually sit down, look, look at the app with them and talk to them about um, what are the guidelines? What are the community guidelines? What, even if you're doing um, Uber or uh, any any kind of the, the Lyft services, you want to make sure that you don't give out too much personal information. You want to make sure that you ride with a friend. And really important, you want to confirm that you're getting into the right car. So it, there's a lot of trickiness with ride share. <laughs> so adults don't just assume that your teens, because they have an app, they know exactly how to do it. Sit and have a conversation. Look at the rideshare app. Look at the personal information that they're sharing and do things to make sure that our teens stay safe. Good one. Anyone I- have any other comments or stories about
3: rideshares? You know, it seems to me like a whole new world. I still really haven't gotten into the whole Lyft and Uber thing. Um I I mean, maybe once or twice I've used it. uh, And I, uh, yeah, and ride sharing, but it's it's a whole new thing that the new that the kids these days are really used to, they're comfortable with it. So I think that it does make sense to have that bit of wariness. And you know, who are you getting in the car with? And what do you, you know, especially to ride share with somebody who's your friend, and you know, so that because then if something doesn't feel right, you have your friend with you in the car, and then you guys can like, you know, strategize how to get out of that situation. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> you know. I,
0: I clearly remember one weekend as son John was at uh, up north and I got this horrendous ride share bill Uber. And I wasn't very happy. And I'm like, "How you You could have gone across the country with this bill. And he goes, Mom, <laughs> you saved a lot of lives. <laughs> oh, okay,
5: John. <laughs> so just a reminder on the ride share tip, if you're getting into the car with your wallet, your purse, a backpack, cell phone, do that check when you get in and do that check as you're leaving that you have everything with you because I can't tell you how many cell phones have been left or wallets have been left in, in the ride shares. So you want to be really low. mindful.
0: Yeah.
5: Yep. Yep. Makes sense.
0: Definitely. And then my right.
5: last. Life hack for uh, this week is and this is gonna sound strange, but it's Christmas. Consider sending snail mail. Mm. So I realized out of my five children, my uh, last child, I had to teach him at eighteen how to mail a letter. Mm. Somehow or another in all of his school experiences, he had never been fully instructed on. You know, the from address is on the top left-hand corner. The to address is the bottom right. How do you write the address? What kind of stamp do you put on it? How do you buy stamps? What do you put it into? I literally took a picture of him putting his first snail mail into the postal box. It was really quite fun. So please, adults, don't assume that the teens around you know how to send snail mail. Don't embarrass them. But do teach them how to do it. And have fun with it, because now not very many people are actually using snail mail. And so when your letter comes, uh, teens, when you send a letter to your grandparents or something, that is really special. They are really going to treasure it because now it's very unusual. And remember, in the past, we used to be sending letters on steamships and they would come into cities and then people, the citizens would have to read the newspaper to know whose letter was sitting at the post office. And know that they had to go to the post office to pick it up so there's a whole fascinating history of what we now call snail mail but um that's my third life hack for the week is everyone should uh make sure your teens know how to send snail mail um don go ahead do you have any experience with your kids learning how to send snail mail
1: yes well you know we uh we have a fishing line strung that stays up year around in the living room where we put people's christmas cards that we received during the holidays and so i don't think they've ever done much snail mail but they were aware of it if for no other reason than we had these cool cards that we could look at during the holidays and hopefully it'll still happen and, and it won't all go away <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, You know, it's really good, too, for teen athletes out there. If I could mentor one thing that I've just done this week with a few, um, especially the little ones. So teen athletes, if you know anyone little, um, the first snail mail that you could introduce them to is maybe writing a letter to Santa. How about that? Oh, I love it. And And at the post office, they have a Santa mailbox. You can literally go
5: into the post office and put your Santa mail into a special Post box just for Santa.
0: Yeah, so that would be I, I did it, and it's really heartwarming. And I absolutely will guarantee you that they will remember it because it's something that's not going to be there. So beautiful. Anybody out there? Anybody out there uh, that would be a firstie, a memorable firstie. You, might, you won't <laughs> be thought of for all the ninety-nine other thousand things that you do, but that one I think will That's a that, that's one that's going to stick. Doctor D, do you remember your first little snail mail when you were a little tot? Uh, you know what? I um, I don't, but I do remember the first snail mail I sent, and I was at camp as a young as a little kid. <clears throat> Matter of fact, I believe it's in uh, in my baby book that I wrote to my mom and dad, just telling them oh, I'm having yeah. a great time and uh, looking forward to coming home, and this and that and the other thing. So yeah, I I think I still have that too. By the way. Yeah, I actually Beautiful. It just flashed me back a memory. <laughs> I did I still remember. I and, and we, we was, we was kind of choreographed a little bit because everybody got a postcard and we were told what to write. And then they grabbed them all and sent them. I think it was like a marketing move for basketball camp. <laughs> That's right. Hi, right. Hi mommy, having a great time. Half the kids are like bleeding and crying. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? It was awesome. <laughs> that was that was good timing. So uh, Anyway, so let's do this. Uh, wow, Dominique, thank you so much. Um, we got a lot of show left, so let's get to it. We've got a hooga right after these messages. I hear a song that takes me back, and I let go with so much cream. Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday. At 9 a.m.
1: For Teen Sports Radio, I'm Don Sanders, Don's presenting you a huga. A huga is a Scandinavian term for a comfy, cozy feeling that feels like you're receiving a hug without actually receiving a physical hug. And I wanted to reference a Washington Post article from earlier this year that talked about why we should gaze at sunsets more. Mm. This time of year is a great time to see the sunsets because in the warmer months, we've got uh particulates of air pollution and so forth that that don't make the colors and the the light waves so vivid this time of year when the sun's real low to the horizon there and all those light particles are coming your way bouncing off of molecules and things you get just the most incredible uh colors which invoke us a feeling of awe and awe is something that in our Western culture, we get kind of detached from nature and we don't get to experience the awe and wonder of things, which tend to diminish feels of, feelings of anxiety and so forth. So my own personal experience of this was I was recently picking up my wife at the airport and I knew I was leaving at rush hour. So I turned on Waze just to get a time frame. So I get down to Calabasas and it's pulling me off of the 101 down the canyons to the PCH. Meanwhile, I was kind of ignoring the fact that I really could have used a uh, restroom stop and so I'm going down, down, down the canyons and I'm getting to the PCH and I'm thinking, oh, surely I'll be able to whip into a beach parking lot and use one of their restrooms. But no, they're all gated, you have to pay. So I'm going on and on and on. I get off at Ocean, I'm, I'm in Santa Monica, still trying to get towards the airport and hoping I can still be on time and, a, and it won't wait any longer. I whip into an expired meter parking lot and I walk down to the beach. I, I I see to my right there's a public restroom. I get there and it's all locked up and oh, no. out of service. So then, as I'm walking several blocks more towards the pier, towards You're another-
0: You're not running? You're walking still? You're not like jousting? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. towards, <laughs> towards, I'm, walking, I'm walking patiently, holding it together towards another public restroom. When I look to my left and I see this gorgeous orange ball descending into the ocean, and because it's 2023, I start noticing that all these people are coming down to the beach path taking videos, of course. Mm -hmm. And so so, uh, long story shorter, I made it to the public restroom and got the awe and wonder of seeing a a gorgeous sunset. uh, Mm. Right there in Santa Monica, you can just see the big ball just drop right into the ocean and disappear. And that was, ah, and, and an awesome moment. (laughs)
3: <laughs> wow, that's wonderful, Don. You know, I, uh, this is Christine Maria. I used to religiously, it was almost like my church, I would go and wa- um, walk on the beach at sunset every night for years and years and years. It's what kept me sane and connected. And actually, I've switched to sunrises. So I like those two.
1: Nice. Me too. i remember
0: that actually you used to that's how you started today every day you're talking about that for years and years on teen sports radio so i say the same thing to teens that's a nice break to go with your parents your mom your dad your your sister your brother your team yeah i mean the coaches i i did that i used to meet 10 minutes before i knew and it was clocked and then all of a sudden you take that break and then you look out there and it, these are just moments that you can share as a coach, as an uh, athlete, teacher. And I know um, we used to teach. I'm sure you had outings like that too, huh, Christine? With the beach you know- and the walks and all that.
3: Yeah, well, I would do more. Well, actually, the you know, my favorite thing as a kindergarten teacher was on the first rainy day, we dressed in rain gear, and we went out and jumped in puddles. That was my the joy, the wonder uh-huh. of that. Um, so and that's just what we did, you know, and I, well, I told the parents, I warned them, you know, and I, in fact, I even bought rain gear for all the kids. And I was like, w- if you don't have rain gear, we have it and we're going out, you know, so that was my oh. favorite part. Yeah.
0: Sorry, that's uh that's uh my son, my oldest son, Joe, oldest oh. oldest dog, and she's on another staycation. So I apologize <laughs> for all that. Uh-huh. So anyway, we, we wanna give a, got a minute left. Um I just wanna thank you all. I, I this the show couldn't be what it is without you all. And I wanna thank the world and I wanna oh. thank all I wanna thank the, <laughs> I wanna thank Harley. Okay. So does We're the dog yeah. the today because she has to have her attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Christine you want to say hello to your mom anybody out there we got it 10
3: seconds oh. um, just thank you to yeah to my mom to my family you know I've got family I, people I haven't seen on holidays for a long time COVID changed things for me I used to go traveling a lot more now now I now, I, now I call and send more love and so yeah sending tons of love to my family in Portland and in um, San Diego you know North County San Diego I just I miss my family I miss seeing them a lot nice done two
1: seconds (laughs) (laughs) family at the holidays is great
0: nice i love it all right speaking of we got a continuation of our family we got heather bond and we've got the sports recaps right after these messages this is my fight song take back my life song
5: My fight song, take back my life song, prove right
0: song. We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday, at 9
4: a.m. Well, hello, Santa Barbara Teen Sports listeners. This is Heather Bond founder of Trekking Ambassadors, and boy, oh boy, it is sure hard to believe it is already December 19th. I don't know about you, but it just seems to be going very fast for me, but it is my favorite time of the season. There's so much festivities going on right now, lots of... Um, sports and lots of things happening in town, but today I am going to be going over and giving a little sports recap. We're going to start off, uh, we're going to go into the Santa Barbara Boys Water Polo. They wrapped up its postseason honors with much praise on their all-CIF team. Uh, Both the Dos Pueblos Chargers and the Royals were definitely well represented on our all-CIF team. Royals were fresh off of their Division II championship title. And uh, Royal Nick Prentice was named the CIF Southern Section Division II Player of the Year. Meanwhile, Royals head coach, Now, I really don't want to mess this up, but Royals head coach, Pira, we're going to call him Coach Pira. (laughs) He's got one fantastic last name, but he secured the honor of the Coach of the Year Award. He um, was... uh, the title had not been captured since 1994 for the uh, championship. So great job bringing your Royals um, into that win, Coach. Great job indeed. Um, also, we are going to go back over this. We had um, Santa Barbara High's Andreas Dialdo. Diablo? received the Scholar Athlete of the Year Award at the final Santa Barbara Athletic Roundtable Press Luncheon of 2023. Um, Andreas, he is a, um, he's a standout cross-country and track guy. Um, he is a state champion in the 1600 meters and he also is a cross-country Division two CIF Southern Section Individual Champion. And, like many others, he boasts a 4.4 grade point average. So, Andreas will be running for the UCLA Bruins, and that is really exciting. Andreas also joins Kate School Sebastian Such. DP's Jaden Moore and San Marcos Royal Matthew Chung as Athlete of the Year. Great job on that, guys. Well deserved, indeed. So we're going to go on to Little San Marcos girls soccer battled very defensively uh, in a one to zero loss to Rio Mesa. But they are getting their rhythm, and they are pressing on from there. So keep the faith, girls. Keep going and moving on. We learn by our mistakes, for sure. Uh, Although the San Marcus water polo girls, they secured a win. It was called the Villa Park Tournament. Um, Now, this is the second time that they have captured this championship title. Uh, uh, One was in, I believe, uh, 2016. That was their last one. But Royal Coach Chucky Ross said that Sophia Yonker had a great weekend, a nice improvement on her part, and goalie Serenity Stanfield continues to improve, and McKenna Stretz, Um, showed a lot of great leadership towards her team. And like I said, this was the second win, championship win for them. So uh, great job on that, Royals. Good job. Uh, San Marcos High Soccer battles a 2-2 draw with Oxnard in the Channel League opener. Uh, The coach, Santa Barbara coach, uh, Ricardo Alvarez, he said that Oxnard is one of the best teams in the league and his guys were really up for it. Uh, He feels that the boys know uh, after their performance that they can really play with the best teams. Now, Jesus Miranda Mendoza, he made both of the goals for the Dawn so great job Jesus on that way to bring it home for your team of course all the other team members did a tremendous job in those efforts there as well and also we're going for the San Marcos boys basketball they struggled offensive um, and they came in this was over Oxnard it was a 65 to 37 loss But it is really just the beginning of the season. Things are getting underway. However, um, we do have um, Christmas vacation coming up. Um, uh, Not coming up. We're we're in it. We just got. (laughs) We just we just started it, and it's going to be about a three-week vacation. So a handful of the sports still will be practicing throughout. Uh, this time. They're always busy, you know, lots of teams. Um, I know that um, I'm going to be coming back more with some more updates. We had um, a few tournaments, uh, wrestling tournaments that I haven't gotten any stats on yet, but the wrestling is well underway. Uh, Also, the soccer is underway right now, but we haven't got too many stats out there. So, I just want to, uh, wish each and every one of you a wonderful, wonderful Christmas season. Um, remember, take those moments to just thank people, you know, be kind, be courteous, and, um, Don't eat too many sweets out there, but enjoy. That's what this time of the season is, just to bring in, you know, as much laughter as we can. And uh, anyhow, I'm going to send it back to you, Erica. I want everyone to have a very, very Merry Christmas. All right, Erica, right back to you.
0: Wow, we've had a great, packed full show today. Uh, Let's be mindful. Uh, Let's have keep our hearts um beating uh try let's just try to let's b- become one okay let's spend the time enjoy those moments with our children, grandchildren and um I'm so blessed to be able to provide this content to the world God bless you Santa Barbara see you next week I'm,
4: I'm a with no I'm invincible. They are every single
1: day Minds so powerful I don't need batteries to play I'm so confident